WKDW 97.5 FM Northport Real Community Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pets Teach Us So Much Radio. Everett and Everett here. I'm Robin Everett. And I'm Joseph Everett. We are animal advocates, pet lifestyle experts, and pet trendologists, bringing you the best pet news and tips. Wee! Today on our show, we have two great guests. We have Sue Pike. And she's an animal communicator. This is going to be a really interesting segment. Hmm. And we have Teresa Fitzgerald. She is a local animal rescue representative from St. Francis Animal Rescue. And do you want to translate into meowese? Yes, I will do that. Okay. Meow, 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 meow. Okay. Thank you. Just to let the cats know that I they're think there they to know. Help. Yes. Plus, we have interesting animal news from around the world. Now, if you think your little fur baby is sick, realize that our show is for informational purposes only. Get professional veterinary help immediately if your little one is showing any signs of illness or injury. Yes, Joseph. That is so important. Take your vet, pet to the vet if. He or she looks a little sick, or as my grandmother used to say, mushad. Mushad. Thanks for the reminder. Well, we have tons of info today. We have info for dog lovers and for cat lovers and for... Otter lovers. I love otters. We love otters. If you're into Facebook... And we love otter phone cases, too. Oh, (laughs) you're so clever, Joseph. (laughs) 
if you're into Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, find us at TPPC TV. We have a groovy group on Facebook and page, so like us and share in the fun. Comment on the show on our page. We would love to hear from you. If you have news or you'd like to be on our show, send an inquiry to info at tppc.tv. Like a Joseph. All right. We got to get to a couple things. First is product of the week. Yes. Because this is pretty cool. Thank you. If it's a little rainy and inclement where you are, check out Jelly Wellies. They're little rubber shoes for your dog a Now, I must say our girls are not shoe wearers. No, they do they, not like their shoes. They like to go barefoot. They but, like their little jackets and shirts. But these are so cute. They have little Ooh. treads on the bottom. See, this is also good if the pavement is salty. Well, the last time I saw these little boots, unfortunately, was at the World Trade Center. Yeah, the rest. When we had the search and rescue dogs, they had little booties on their feet because of all the glass and everything that was on the ground. So they wouldn't get caught. So when they're trained to use these, Mm -hmm. this would be a great boot for them. It's almost like a fireman's turnout boot. Yes. It really is. It's got the grip that we used to have and everything. Yes, it's very cool. And these coats are uh, waterproof. They have adorable coats, too. Uh, Check out Amazon. Nice Velcro down the center. And, And of course, what I like on the back of the coat is that 3M Scotch Light Reflective Striping. Yeah, that's important to have. Illuminate your little fur baby when you're out there. And they come in a lot of styles. Very attractive. Uh, If you're into social media, as we said, check out our feeds. You'll see Chachala modeling this fantastic uh, inclement weather wear. We are very fond of it. So, uh, we have a couple minutes before Sue comes on the air. I just want to talk about the quality of tuna fish. Oh, we have to tell that story. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> Have you ever bought, like, you know, you think you're getting, like, the sail tuna, which is maybe, like, the chunk, not the chunk white, the chunk light, okay? So this is this is our quality test of tuna. You mean the chunk mush? The ch- <laughs> It's really chunk mush. It's really what it is sometimes. It's, it's chunk so disappointing. Mush. And it's just funk in a can. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we we're outside and you know we're trying to do this. We have a new engineer today. That Mike, wonderful guy, yeah, kudos Navy to Mike. guy, fellow serviceman. Kudos to him. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you've done for us. Yes. And he's trying to keep a straight face here. He's with these two whacked out people here. He's probably and like I'm in a small he, room. In How a small do I get room? out? Let me make sure I got a way out, and <laughs> let me see if I can keep a straight face. <laughs> so, so, um. I went to the front door because what do I hear? Meow, meow, meow. I was out in back of the house and I could hear a cat meow. And of course, yeah. I run into the kitchen and said, Did you hear that? Yeah. And she said, There's a cat across the street just meowing. He's just sitting in the neighbor's driveway meowing. And it, I was like freaked out. So And I'm he like, was a huge cat, too. He was like gigantor of yeah. cat. He was yeah. like a lion. Yeah. So. We go outside. Of course, he's going around Joe's legs. He flops over on his side. Meow, 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 meow. The first, I think, did you talk meow, Lee? I did. He goes, hi, Joey. How are you? He, no, first he said, hi, I'm, I'm Tiger. What's your name? I said, I'm Joey, but I'm kind of allergic to you guys. <laughs> he goes, I know. So, 
So, of course... Oh, let me just let the other cats know. Meow, 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 meow. So, of course, the first thing, with my Italian heritage and Joe's Italian upbringing, what's the first thing you want to do is... Neighborhood upbringing. Feed the little kitty cat, okay? Oh, my God, you must be starving. Gotta go get food for the cat. So, I run into the cabinet, and I said, oh, this one's chunk light. He won't know the difference because I didn't realize that I bought it. He won't know. Opened up the can, slapped it on a paper plate and brought it out to him and said, oh, here, little kitty, nice little kitty, meow, meow, meow. Well, here thinking he's a strike, he turned his nose up at the can and he was like, mm, I'm good, thanks. Well, come to find out, we took some pictures, put it on the neighborhood. It's called Next Door. It's like Facebook for our little neighborhood. And somebody said, oh, I think this that's Tiger. Well, he told me his name was Tiger. Well, you knew. I didn't know his oh, name I'm was sorry. Tiger. Okay. So I think that's Tiger. So his owner writes in next door, oh, that's our cat Tiger. He likes to go out and get a little exercise. He's very smart. And, um, you know, thank you. He's back home safe. Right. And so, he told Tiger and his parents, anytime he wants to stop by, feel welcome. And we'll make sure we'll have the better tuna for him. Yeah. He knew. He was yeah. like, I get better stuff at <laughs> home. I'm good. Thanks, I'm guys. Good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. So he was a rescue kid, and he said, "I got better stuff at the homeless shelter." Yeah, he was. I mean, if he yeah. was a true stray, I would have thought he would have munched the he, yeah, tuna. I He's like, that's, "I'm good." That's mushing a can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating that. So, all right. So our first guest today is Sue Pike. She is an animal communicator, spirit channeler, spiritual teacher, and Reiki master and teacher. Her sessions include the use of crystals and other energy techniques and include channeled messages from many spiritual realms. As an animal communicator, Sue sends and receives messages to and from animals. She can do this work with living animals or those in spirit form and works with animals in person or from a distance. The results are the same. She includes Reiki for the... Now, I have to ask Sue. I just have to stop the intro here. And Is it I, Ricky or Reiki? Yeah. How do you pronounce that, Sue? It's Reiki. It's Reiki. Reiki. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so happy to have you with us. Now, you are a Reiki uh, communicator, or you do Reiki on the animals, and your mission yeah. is to give a voice to as many animals as possible. Sue is a celeb. She's been featured on Late Night with Seth Meyers, working with his dog, Frisbee. She's also been in articles for the New York Times and Vogue.com. So we are so excited uh, that she's here with us. She also does um, shows in Tampa, uh, ultrasounds on WMNF. So welcome to the show, Sue. Sue, how are you doing? Thank you so much. We're so psyched you're here. Thank you. I appreciate uh, you having me on, and I know the animals are happy too. Oh, cool. So tell tell us what you do. Uh, What is an animal communicator, and how does it work? So animal communication is telepathic communication. It's soul-to-soul, heart-to-heart, mind-to-mind communication. And it works by sending and receiving messages to and from animals through physical sensations, emotions, feelings, and thoughts with a visual of what you're expressing, like a movie in my, in my mind. And so the animal will respond to me the same way. I may get a physical sensation or they'll show me a little video of 
what their life was like before, whatever message they want to purvey to me. So it's a telepathic communication, and I do it that way, which is what most animal communicators do. But also, as a spirit channeler, I can channel messages from the animal spirit guides as well. Animals have spirit guides just like people. So if they are distracted or it's an emergency situation and we need information, I can get information that way as well. You know, so this it's like a poo-poo platter. That's cool. This is, you know, this is new for a lot of people. A lot of yes. people don't know how it works and they're doubters. If they can't see it, touch it, feel it, then it can't be true, right? It's just in their minds. Well, Right. Well, the interesting thing is a lot of people that contact me for sessions actually know the answers to a lot of the things they are asking me because they get that feeling, that sensation, or knowing from their animal, but they're not quite sure and they don't quite trust it. Mm-hmm. And so when I tell them information, they'll say, oh, I had a feeling. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you, trust your gut. Yeah, and you know what? That's that's so important. I mean, Joe always talks about trusting your gut oh. and how that's kept him out of many really bad situations. So. It definitely works. Yes. <laughs> so uh, tell us, what are a couple tips that you can give our listeners about their pets? Well, you always want to focus on behaviors that you like. Don't talk about or focus on what you don't like because they can get confused with our messages about what we're thinking. So you always want to really just focus on what you love. And remember that our pets are little energy sponges, and they absorb everything from us, how we're feeling mentally, physically, all of that stuff. So the more relaxed we are, the more relaxed they are. Uh, Another thing is animals, believe it or not, love meditation. (laughs) So if you aren't already meditating, do it a little bit in the morning, and I bet you 95, maybe 98% of the time your pet will join you as well. Uh, The other thing, too, is don't always assume that your pet wants a companion. A lot of people contact me because they think, oh, Fluffy's really bored, and they're projecting their own stuff on their animal, and I check in with the animal, and they're like, I'm fine. I want to be number one. (laughs) I don't want to share my toys. Yeah. Uh, if you do get another animal, make sure they you contact an animal communicator to find out what type. You know, maybe your animal does want a friend. So you'd be surprised. Not all cats want another cat. They might want a dog or some other type of animal in the household because they um, not necessarily want to be with the same species very interesting Mm, and another tip is that animals know days in sunsets and sunrises so talk to them this way and if you're going to be traveling let them know give a countdown a few days before you go and say i'll be gone for three sunsets yeah and start telling them a few days before you travel obviously most people know their pets start acting strange a few days before you leave because you've been talking about your trip, thinking about your trip, so they're picking up on all that. And they want to be in the know. They like structure, and they want to know what's happening, who's going to feed them, and when you're coming back. You know, we get a lot of questions, Sue, about Mm -hmm. can animals, once their animals pass, they go over the Rainbow Bridge, is it possible to connect with them? Yes, most definitely. Uh, And a lot of times the animals in spirit form, 
you know, I always tell people that they're not making it up when they feel the presence of their animal that has passed. So, for example, the other day this woman contacted me and she said, oh, I don't know if my, my animal's contacting me. I don't feel her presence. And the dog was like, I brush up against your leg in the kitchen. It's me. <laughs> when you feel your pillow, uh, you smell me. I feel like you smell me. And the lady said, oh. I feel like I do. So trust that. It's, again, about trusting what you're getting, what you're feeling. Wow. That's pretty yes, amazing. That's pretty cool. So um, do you offer Reiki to the animals that you work with? Yes. Most animals love Reiki. However, there are some that are so sensitive to energy that it's actually, like, too much for them. For example, my cat could be around it, but I couldn't really do it towards him, on him, because he would be like, ah! So most animals, though, really love it. And in fact, I had a horse put her head on my shoulder. Oh my God, I thought I was going to die. It was amazing. Uh, just so relaxed. Dogs will a lot of times flip over and yeah. their tongues are hanging out. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> they really love it. And, and I do include that in my sessions. If the animal wants it. And if you're not a horse person, to have a horse put their head on your shoulder is very unusual. So, yeah, that's it was fantastic. Um, but you know, they also do love other healing modalities. Um, so I would find a holistic vet in your area who does offer some of these things or knows people who do. For example, acupuncture is really great for animals that have uh, arthritis or joint issues just to keep the chi flowing. Uh, some animals really enjoy chiropractic, acupuncture, uh, acupressure, sorry, massage and tea touch, homeopathy. So there are many healing modalities, just like we love, our animals love too. And in fact, a lot of animals, when we get a certain type of healing modality done for us, they want the same thing. And a lot of times I'll be offering Reiki to an animal and they'll say, are you going to do this to my person too? (laughs) They love when we do the same things together. I also love working with flower essences. Uh, Animals in the wild will intuitively go to plants and flowers that they know will make them feel better. So it's kind of our job to bring it to them. And I work with a company that has all alcohol-free flower essences, which is what I prefer for the animals. So they're, they're subtle but powerful at the same time. So tell us, um, this is a big question. Ask the big one, Joe. Are animals afraid to die? No. I mean, they might not necessarily be excited about it, but they don't have the same fears as we do. And also, I work with a lot of animals who are about to transition or are very ill. And what's fascinating to me, and I found this out from my cat when he was sick, is that they actually know how to separate themselves from their physical body, like meditation. And they're able to kind of detach from that. So if you have a pet that's really sick and you see them like they're not quite awake, but they're not quite sleeping, they're actually meditating. And they, people say, oh, they're sleeping all the time. Well, a lot of times they're not sleeping. They're just removing themselves from that physical pain and they know that they're going home and actually most of them are more concerned about us Mm -hmm. and the biggest message they have for me to tell their humans and I think it's all of the ones I've spoken to so far have, have said please keep your hearts open 
That's their big message. It's all about love with the animals. And they're actually more concerned about us and us suffering than them going home, basically. That's true. So that brings up the point that do a lot of people say, well, that, that my, my little uh, doggy came back in another form. And the question mm-hmm. that we always have is, do animals reincarnate? Oh, for sure. And a lot of times they've been with us in many lifetimes. So if you believe in all that stuff, um, and not necessarily as what they are now. So, for example, a cat told me the other day uh, it was a... Um, it was a dog, and the person was a sailor, and they weren't a ship together, or they could have been a horse. They could have been another animal. And actually, I know this is very controversial, but they've also been humans, too. You know, Because a soul is a soul is a soul. And sometimes it's a karma thing that they're coming back to complete some, some type of karma. Somebody has yeah. told, we've heard that before, so I'm going to come back as an ant. Yeah, because I'm going to come back as an ant or now, a bug. Now, now, why is that, Joseph? Because I used to because I used to take a magnifying glass and heat them up on the tree when I was a kid. Oh my god! And my mo- <laughs> and my mother was Indian, and she said you shouldn't do that because that's going to happen to you one day. <laughs> and then I then I put 35 years in the fire service, so you know that was kind of cutting it close. <laughs> well, that was some good things, uh, karma wives for some animals. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> well, Sue, we are running out of time. It was such a okay. pleasure, Sue. Will you come back and visit with us again? I certainly will. And one last thing, make sure your animals eating very healthy, quality food. Talk to your holistic about, vet oh. about that because it makes them live a lot longer. Just it, have to plug that. It sure does. And we're definitely on that same page, Sue. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. Our next guest is Teresa Teresa Fitzgerald. She comes to us from St. Francis Animal Rescue, or SFAR, of Venice. Now, it was was actually founded in 1992, and it was founded by a group of women who band together to feed and spay and neuter a colony of feral cats living at the North Jetty in Nokomis. Here in Florida, for because we know that the show goes all yep. over the world, so we're in Florida. The women actually recognized that there was a need to help stray homeless and abandoned cats in the community. So in 1993, SBAR became a nonprofit qualified under 501c3, which is really cool. They have a property, they have a thrift store, and next to the thrift store is actually a shelter, which is really cool. So St. Francis is an organization that cares for lifetime resident cats, adoptable cats, and kitten and fosters cats, too. So we're so happy that you're here with us. Thanks for coming, Teresa. Thank you so much for having us. So now you guys are located in Venice. Tell us, like, what do you guys do? Well, um, we have an animal shelter for cats, and um, we always have around 50 or so adoptable cats, um, uh, kittens and cats. Right now, there's not too many kittens, because kitten season is kind of over, mm-hmm. um, but uh, kittens are mostly during the summer. And, um, and we also have some permanent resident cats. They're, they're cats that, for medical reasons um, or 
uh, behavioral reasons maybe were found to not be adoptable. Mm-hmm. I was just looking for the two cats because they were so soft. Oh. They go, I didn't see them. They're, well, they're, they're, out, they're, uh, they're outside the studio, this other studio. We had a little little hiccup this morning. We had to move to another studio, so they were outside waiting for. Waiting. And they were so cute. They're two. Oh, little, they are. It's well, soft. And you know, we love all our cuddly and, babies and wanted to meow meow. So, you know how sometimes you just want to take your fingers and go, meow, meow, meow. That's what I wanted to do. You're so cute and sweet. And we are going to post some pictures on uh, all our social media. So if you have a place in your home for a couple, or now they're your brothers they that you brought? They're brothers. They're Horatio and Hobson. They're uh-huh. about four months old. They're very soft and silky and very lovable um, black kittens. And, um, yeah, they're available for adoption at the shelter. Excellent. So, you know, we see the shelter there, but, Mm -hmm. like, what what do you guys do or what services do you provide? Yes. Well, we do lots and lots of things at the shelter, and I don't think a lot of people in the community even know everything that we do. Um, We primarily take in stray and abandoned cats. Um, We give them the medical care that they need Mm -hmm. and um, then prepare them for adoption. Uh, You know, our goal is to try to get every cat that comes to the shelter a new home. Mm -hmm. Um, We give them, uh, we spay and neuter them. They're given all their vaccines, their rabies Mm -hmm. vaccines. They're dewormed. They're given a microchip. Wow. That that is really cool. We like the microchip. Yeah, The microchip is definitely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we have cats that, you know, once in a while, you know, are given to someone else and found again. And, uh, you know, if an organization calls us and says, hey, we have a St. Francis cat. We go oh. and get that cat. That's, wow. If, you know, if it's come from us, we will find it and bring it home. Now, St. Francis, being the saint of animals, is that kind of the reason? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, this is uh, a, a season of... I remember beauty. my CC days, eh? Oh. <laughs> a plus, Joseph, A plus. <laughs> So this is a time where everybody solicits donations usually, and people give what they can. And we understand a lot of people may be a little short of cash, which, of course, cash is always welcome, but but they're short on cash. So tell us some other ways that they might be able to help out. We have an ongoing need for volunteers at the shelter and the thrift store. Um, We do have a thrift store next door to the shelter, um, people to help us just sort donations, put things with prices on them, put them out on the shelves. It's a lot of fun. Um, the the, the uh, volunteers that do it really enjoy working there. And also just uh, people to be adoption counselors, maybe just answer the phones for us in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever time someone can give us mm-hmm. would be welcome. And we're always in need if people come and go, you know, for the season. So mm-hmm. um, uh, we don't always, you know, have, we have great volunteers, but they're not here all year. So mm-hmm. we're always looking for new people to step in. How about some handy people, electricians or something, exactly. if they need a couple carpenters, exactly. if they have some spare time? A plumber, carpenters. Yep. You know, we always have things that break at the shelter. Yeah. And, you know, we need people to help us fix those things. So that's Excellent. always very, very welcome. Yes. That's, you know, that's really important. Now, you know, a lot of people um, donate um, goods, whatever they have, too, right? right. You, can take, you can bring a box of whatever it is. Sure, absolutely. Well, we take donations at the thrift store of household items um, that we resell their clothing, women's clothing, men's clothing. And um, at the uh, shelter itself, we help to feed community cats. So we do give some people that feed feral colonies food and people that maybe are struggling. We also try to provide some of those people with food. And so we're always looking for donations of food and cat litter that we can also donate. 
It's funny, being a firefighter for over 35 years is kind of what we do for each other in the department. When somebody needs something, you know, we have electricians, plumbers, I mean, we have lawyers, we have you name it. We have almost every uh, career out there that work because of the hours. And usually when we do something, we do it in trade for what we do. So if we go to someone else, we trade our service for services for them, and we, you know, and we hopefully when they need something, they it goes back and forth. And sometimes it's so much better than money. Yeah. To be able to come out and do something like that to help out to use, you know, if I want to donate, donate your experience, donate mm-hmm. what your your you know your professionalism that you're professional in, in whatever work that you do. And even you know we're broadcasting out of Florida, but that goes for rescues everywhere. I'm sure they would love to have you know somebody with uh, typing skills with computer skills. With organizational skills, etc. I mean, it, websites, getting the oh word yeah. out there electronically, right. social media. Oh yeah, social media is big today. You know, we talked. We have a lot of a lot of people from all over the world, and we just had somebody from the UK saying how important YouTube and social media is mm-hmm. to get their message out. Yeah, and this here, you know, we of course go live over our radio in Northport, and once we're going, there's a new antenna going up. There's going to be a million uh, people that it's going to go out to. But it's also available electronically, social media-wise. You know, you can go into our site and click on listen to it when you want, mm-hmm. iTunes or what have you. And that's the way everything is going today. Yes, And it, it makes it so much easier. And if you have someone that knows that, that's good with it, that can come in mm-hmm. and help get St. Francis's word out there. Yeah. That can help. Yep, yep. That is so true. So the shelter itself. You know, but I don't mean to interrupt, but again. People with the greenbacks, give them the money, too. <laughs> we can use some cash, too. So I don't think you're going to get away with just, oh, we just need workers coming in. So anyway, we have to do a station ID. It's WKDW 97.5 FM, Northport Real Community Radio. It's Pets Teaches So Much. Thank you, Jules. So um, tell us now, you know, it's what's really cool, too, is the thrift store is right next to the shelter. So what do you guys have planned for the future of the shelter at this point? Well, um, you know, someday we'd like to build a bigger and better shelter. We've been there for a long, long time. It's Mm -hmm. a very old building. But um, we're always, um, you know, just looking to, you know, we improve it room by room. Mm -hmm. We, we, um, um, you know, someday we'd love to have something larger with maybe our own vet center in it and stuff so we could have people come right there for Mm -hmm. services. I can see that. That would be um, excellent. Yes. But uh, right now, we're, we're um, you know, we do use local, some local vets, and, mm-hmm. and they do all of our care for us there. Um, the shelter is also unique in the fact that we have permanent resident cats. Um, uh, we have cats that, you know, have come to the shelter and maybe become ill and really need a lot of medication and things like that. And um, we try to give them the best life that we can. Um, and uh, they have an outdoor patio they go on. And, or, and or catio. Like you mean a catio? A catio. <laughs> very, very catio, yes. And, uh, you know, to just try to give them, you know, as best life we Probably can while, while they're with us. Now, us geeks out there go to a lot of thrift stores looking for old radios and matchbox cars and Hot Wheel cars and things like that, old toys. So what do you guys have in your thrift store? Well, the thrift store is primarily, uh, we do have some, you know, collectible things do certainly come. Um, They they go fast because you guys are out there looking for them. Gosh darn you. And choo-choos. Yes, yes. Um, we, we have men's and women's clothing, um, uh, shoes that are, you know, things that are very, very new. We don't, you know, have anything that's really old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, household items, collectibles, mm-hmm. um, you know, dishes, uh, things like that. Some tools, things like that come in all the time. Men's Excellent. Tools, Excellent. You know, 
the guys love that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now tell everybody where you're located. We are at 1925 Tamiami Trail in Venice. Uh, we're just south of Seminole Drive. And the thrift store, as I said, is right next door. Um, so cool. So if you want to uh, reach out to them, you can call them at 941-492-6200. And their website is www.stfrancisa.com. Let me, just, let me just give you each letter. It's S-T-F-R-A-N-C-I-S-A-R-F-L.org. That's also available on our website that you can see there, uh, have a link to their site. Cool. Um, is there anything you wanted to add? Well, you can definitely, if you can't remember that whole website, you can Google us at St. Francis Animal Rescue of Venice. Even we better. Are, yeah, we are Venice. There's, there's lots of St. Francis Animal Rescues around the world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have the one in Venice. That's it. Tapping um, in. Well, Teresa, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's, we are just looking for volunteers that want to come and help the shelter um, over the next, you know, few months if anybody has any extra time. Yeah, That's people. We, we it's snowboards. It's snowbird season. Everybody's here. They need help with all, for all the birds coming in. Give them a call. What's the matter? <laughs> Cack out your tongue? Give them a call. <laughs> I had to throw in my one bad joke. Come on. <laughs> Teresa, we want to thank you. Thank you, Teresa. We're going to post some pictures of the two adorable kitties that you brought in. And uh, we're going to stop by and see you guys. We like the thrift store that yes, we've we been do. in before. Uh, and we're going to have you back in, in the future to talk about some other cat-related topics. We would love that. Thank you so much. Great. Thank, thank you. you. You know, we tape our show here at Common Grounds Meeting Hall. It's located at 12737 Tamiami Trail in Northport, Florida. It's at the Mineral Springs Turnoff. It's a marriage of the Irish Meeting Halls of Dublin with the New York Coffee House of 1960. At night, it's a small, 50-seat intimate performance venue with state-of-the-art sound system for acoustic musicians, poets, comedians, and performers. Expect great music from top name, touring, and local talent, along with gourmet coffee and packaged snacks. During the day, Common Grounds is a meeting hall for a wide range of community and civic groups and educational programs. To find out more, you can go on to the WKDW website and contact them. Uh, They'll help you book space, or you can see what upcoming acts are playing. And everyone, Common Grounds in this station is for the community. Everybody here is a volunteer. Everybody gives countless number of hours into the station and into Common Grounds to keep what we're bringing to you, this information, for free to you. So we ask, please, if you have an event, you need somewhere to to hold uh, your Sweet 16 or something like that, have a meeting during the day, don't hesitate to call. Cool. So, now, Joseph, we have a little celebrity pet gossip. Ooh, a little do-do-do? Please. Thank you. Now, I must be getting old because I didn't know all these actors. I knew a few of them, but I, I gotta—I have to be honest. I, I am just... definitely getting old because I could, I could not. Well, what happened to us when we used to be out in the world and we used to meet these people all the time? And you would go, oh. do you know who you were talking to? Yeah. I don't know, some guy that had a sandwich. I asked him what kind of sandwich he had. Yeah, and there are people like... like um, Judge Judy. We met Judge Judy. We met uh, a lot of authors. Oh, ABC News guy. What's his name? Yeah. Ernie and Astis. Ernie, I knew Ernie and Astis, yeah. Back in the day. You know, that was a New York guy. Uh, who's the guy that makes the clothes? I didn't know him. Okay. 
that would be Calvin Klein. Yeah, that guy. The guy that makes the clothes. And who is his daughter? The other guy that's a daughter or something that has the candy shop? That would be Ralph Lauren. Yeah, that's another one. She had good candy. That's all I know. Yeah, well, Dylan's candy shop. Yeah, Dylan well. Lauren is a big uh, animal adoption yeah. advocate. If they weren't on Emergency, Squad 51, KMG 365, Johnny Gage, and Roy Soto, then I don't know anybody. If they weren't on Star Trek, then okay. I don't know anybody. Super they weren't on Lyndon Boy. <laughs> Super Geek Boy. <laughs> Sorry, everybody else. You can't make I'll it talk up. to you. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I'll talk to you. Yeah, I can't make it up. Okay, so um, <laughs> here's some folks that love their pets. David... Oyelowo. He is in the show A United Kingdom. And it's an upcoming show, actually. He has three little adopted, adorable pets. This is from um, People Magazine. They did, like, the sexiest men, whatever, of the uh, world in this year. And this is who they picked. So, Scott Foley, 44, has a shepherd mix, Lucy and Frankie. He is actually in the show um, Scandal. I think that's a pretty popular show. Yes. I've heard of that one before. So, Yes, that one I did. This one you definitely are going to know. Hank Azaria, he has an adorable little kitty. He's the voice of... Modern on, Family? No. No, The Simpsons. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Know what he well, looks I'm like. He's done... He's got a cat on his head. I can't tell who he is. <laughs> Well, that that's true. Uh, he's producing an upcoming series called Brockmire, and he's done movies. Well, I know The Simpsons. Okay, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Patrick Wilson, a 43-year-old guy, has a, a very nice shepherd mix, Louise. Um, they adopted Louise from Rough Rehab Animal Rescue in Clifton, New Jersey. And finally, John Leguizamo, who is a comedian and actor. He has a uh, poodle, and it is appropriately named Chewbacca. Because it really, it's a brown poodle. It really does look like Chewbacca. So, very cool. Uh, And shout out to all those who support Animal Rescue. We like that. So, do you want to talk about what you want to talk about, Joseph? No, I'm going to pass on that right now. All right. Okay, that's okay. That is okay. We're going to save that for another show. I have a very heartwarming story. Yes. Let's go with heartwarming, because that wasn't going to be heartwarming. Okay. This is very heartwarming. A woman opens a door to her home, and she sees an adorable dog standing there. And she lets the dog in, and the dog comes in, and he makes a little circle and lays down. He looks exhausted, well-fed, and he was in good shape. He just wanted to take a little nap. So after the dog woke up, he stand up, he stood up, and he wanted to leave the woman's house. So she opened the door, and out he went. And the next day, the dog was back, Joseph. And all he wanted to do was come in and take a little nap. This happened for several days. And finally, the dog came back with a note on his collar. And the note said, it was actually a note from his owner. And the note said, she, she, she wanted to find out what the truth was. 
And the truth was that the dog, is at, I know my dog is just coming over to your house to take a little nap. And so the the lady found actually the note on the caution. Yeah. I'm sorry, my dog's just coming over to take a nap. Would it be possible for me to join the dog because we have several children at home and the dog is not able to get any rest? Oh, I don't blame the dog. <laughs> okay, I'm out of here. It's a little corny. It's a little corn odds, but it's cool. We've seen we've seen that on the internet, folks. It's cool. This is a uh, well. I want to go to this, of course. Being the medic that I am, okay. I want to run over here. Okay. And it's a great little device I found. And it's for, I'm not going to say just the older people. It's it's also for the people that are so busy, that are running around. A lot of people in the house. That have a lot of people in the house, have a lot of things on their heads. And it's also for the forgetful, that for your little, forgetful. <laughs> yeah. It's if you fed your dog. And this little device has a little slider on it. It says AM and PM. And it has a day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And there's a little green slide over or it's a blank. So if you fed your dog in the morning, let's say on Sunday, it'd be green. And if you know when you're coming up to the the night, if you didn't feed him yet, you slide it over and it's green and you know you fed him. So this alleviates the dog sitting in front of every person in the house looking starving. Look how many times our dogs pull the wool over our eyes. Oh, if... If Joe doesn't ask, did you feed their dog? Because they'll go to me. Yes. They will sit and stare at him and look all sad and pathetic. <laughs> and I'll get food out and I'll feed it. Right. <laughs> I'll give him a treat and you go, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. They then I ate. get it. And then what do you tell them? What do I tell them? You know what I tell them. T- oh, no. You're not going to You're not gonna get fat again. Thanks. You're not pulling the over Thanks for getting me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for getting me in trouble. I can do that all by myself. I don't need your help. Oh, oh that is true. <laughs> you can do that all by Naturally. yourself. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> One little fun fact, but I have to add a caveat at the end. Have you guys seen the little Donald Trump look-alike bird? Yes. It's a little yes. golden pheasant. Is that real? Is it really the real hair? I looked it up. It's that a golden pheasant. That is so pheasant. cool. The golden pheasant has a do. It kind of looks like the It dog. has the Trumpy do. It has. It, it, has it does. has President-elect Trump do. And it I is like a it. golden pheasant at the uh, Hang Hu Zoo in China, actually. But, you know, here's my, here's my editorial comment. Would this be perceived differently if somebody had done this with a bird with President Obama? I just, you know, it's hmm. all in good nature and good fun with Donald well, Trump. Well, I don't want to go there. There's a couple of things on social media right now that was okay to do for Donald Trump. Yeah. And yeah. there's one that's really disgusting that they did. Yeah. And I'm not even going to give it airtime. But if we did that to... The current president... The current, it would President not, of the United you know, States. I'm just saying. I, it would be a whole different yes. story. That is fact. Yeah. End of story. Off the political soapbox. But I'm telling you, but people out there. What's fair for some people is not fair for other people. This is true. So um, this is a little bit older news, but kudos to the Polk County deputies who had to care for 100 pigs after a raid. There were also some other animals that needed help. There were um, pigs and uh 178 farm animals altogether, 40 chickens and a horse. Now, if you uh, check our feed, you will see that 
Here in Florida, there are a lot of animals, not just cats and dogs, that need homes. There are many horses, and a lot of these animals are on timelines. We went to an event. There's reptiles. Yes. There's, like like Robin was saying, there's many horses. There's all different type goats. Yeah. Uh, You name the dog, greyhounds, obviously. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about that because, you know, you bring up a really good point, honey. The Greyhound Rescue Group is going to come on the air with us because I didn't know that November starts greyhound racing season. Okay. That's going to be a good show. It's a very informative show. Yes. Yes. So we're going to be talking about that, too. But those, you know, those are all good points. Yeah. So, Joseph, tell everybody, what did you learn from pets today? Well, this is another one. This is another one I really have to think. Another tough one? Another tough one. What did I learn today? Well, I learned today that St. Francis is the saint of animals. Yeah. And I hope he's going to give me some points that I don't get a giant magnifying glass on me when I get there. When you check in. Right. Okay. If you love pets and you want to help us continue supporting them, like the TPPC TV page on Facebook. WKDW 97.5 FM Northport Real Community Radio. For Robin and myself, thanks for spending some time with us. Discovering Pets teaches so much. Tune in same time next week for more fun and mayhem. Be kind to your pets. And until next week, woofie woo. Tell them all it Please tell them it isn't fair To take away my only dream I cry each night My tears for you My tears are all Tell them this.
This is not a puppy I know you mean it just for play. 